0: Hey, everybody. Thanks for hitting that download button right there on Let's Get Comfortable. We really appreciate it. Let me tell you about Weiss Comfort Systems, a proud sponsor of Let's Get Comfortable. Dan Weiss over there says, Jim, when your family lives and sleeps comfortably, so do we. They got locations all over Missouri and Illinois. They're going to service your heating and cooling if you're looking for a new system. If you're looking just to get your system serviced, give them a call at 636-343-8440, and Dan Weiss is going to buy you a cup of coffee if you mention Let's Get Comfortable. Really appreciate it. Again, I'm Jimmy B. Weiss Comfort Systems, a proud sponsor of Let's Get Comfortable. Thanks for listening.
1: Thank you, Jimmy B., and thank you, dear listener, for still listening. Folks, Patty Moe here with the LGC, and I want to tell you about another proud sponsor, Paper Dolls Boutique. Paper Dolls offers a comprehensive, hand-picked collection of apparel, jewelry, and accessories from the industry's foremost contemporary and designer labels. Since their launch in 2005, Paper Dolls has become the go-to fashion staple here in St. Louis. Along with renowned customer service, Paper Dolls delivers unparalleled wardrobe advice and is consistently rated as one of the best boutiques in St. Louis. And by the way, they also have the awards to prove it. Paper Dolls Boutique, four locations in Kirkwood, Topeka, Baldwin Grove, and U City. Go check them out. Proud sponsor of Let's Get Comfortable. Thanks, boys. And this is Beebs telling you about our tastiest
0: sponsor of the show. It's Cafe Piazza down on 1900 Arsenal in Benton Park, right across from Gus's Pretzels. So if you're hungry for some pretzels and you're about to put your hand on that door at Gus's, turn around because the best pizza in St. Louis is behind you. They offer some delicious Orancini balls that Jimmy B's a fan of and some authentic Sicilian pizzas made by Tim Meineke himself. Don't forget, there's a shuttle to all of the Blues and Cardinals games. And also, I can guarantee you, if you call them up now on 314-393-0294, they will have a pizza smoldering hot, dripping in cheese, delivered to you by the end of this show. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy. Let's get comfortable. This is Let's Get Comfortable with Jimmy B. Randy, how big are your dumps after these competitions?
1: And Patty Mo. We're, we're trying to do a comfortable show not make anybody
0: uncomfortable. I mean, come on now. And with the fakest British accent you'll ever hear, I'm Biebs. Cloudy cider sends you mental. Headphones on. Pants off. And Let's Get Comfortable. Let's get
1: comfortable indeed, everybody. Happy snow day thursday on november 15th here in st louis we had six to eight inches tons of snow everyone's basically off work jim bunton's not here john Beebe's not here but the show goes on we have the legendary one and only <laughs> dan buffa from st louis game time ksdk sports Uber driver. You do everywhere. it all, man.
0: You're everywhere. I'm, I'm already somewhere else. I'm not even really here.
1: You're two people tonight. That's I what you're am. saying
0: on the pre-show. That's
1: right. And, of course, the wonderful, as always, mythical, magical Sam.
0: Sam, yes. The Sam's controlling mom. the dials. He's making sure we sound halfway professional. Halfway. Halfway. At best. Just enough. What's going on, man? How have you been? I'm good, man. so the last time we were in a room together, which was always very hot. Yes. Uh, Steamy. You were technically... A, a kind of available, but now you are technically off the street. I'm off. You have a ring on your finger. You you put some metal on your on the right finger. That means a woman married you.
1: As they as their the kids are fond of saying. She liked it, and she put a ring on it.
0: That's right. Is that
1: still a thing? No? It never uh, was, Sam? I don't uh. think...
0: It just to It depends on if it's a thing that everybody knows. It's always going to be a thing, unfortunately. Yeah.
1: Well, anyways, I did get married. I was gone for the last, like, thousand shows, it feels like. Um, but uh, married a wonderful woman. I think anybody who's listened to the show in the last year is aware that I was going to get married. Had a phenomenal time at Union Station. They did a spectacular job with the uh, reception. We had cigars. We had whiskey. We That's had music, best. light shows. It was phenomenal. Yeah, I
0: mean, your wedding, the buildup to it was, I mean, I, I thought at four times you were married, and then it turned out it was just something, it was it was a pre-thing. It was, it was like, okay, we have the receptions, and somebody, as I drove one of her bridesmaids, Oh, that's right! Because she came in for something, and that's then she right. flew out. Oh,
1: that was I think for like one of the showers. You guys or were the recording an Rad album parties. or something. Yeah, I don't know. It, there was a lot of production behind it, but it was it was phenomenal. Um, we had a great honeymoon. We went to Greece. Um, Greece that's is amazing. Bad. Seventy degrees yeah. and sunny. Felt safe. Everybody spoke pretty good English.
0: It's beautiful down there. We were on a cruise boat. We were on a Royal Caribbean karaoke, of course, almost like, every night. Whenever I married my I married my wife, I we, we got Domino's takeout after our wedding. You did okay? not really. That's how I do it. I mean, I don't mess around with, when it comes to pleasuring my wife with food. <laughs> we, we we didn't even go to Emos. We got we got Domino's. Um, you took your wife to Greece.
1: I, I will say this though. This is a this is an LGC appropriate story. Very appropriate. the The night of the wedding. Um, we, we stayed up late with our friends, the Union Station, um, they had a guy in the back whose name appropriately was Dan, and okay, that's he, good. he's in good the back name. bar, and we tried to go to Maggie O'Brien's, because it's right across the street, saying, everyone go there, a few people tried to go over there, long story short, Maggie O'Brien's, they were not being the kindest to their future patrons, and said, we're slow, we're closing early, we're like, that's okay, we only have 20 to 30 people that want to come in and utilize your bar right now, at midnight. So instead, they find this guy in the back bar at union station named Dan. He's he's literally, he's like the guy like in cheer. He's like wiping the counter, like okay. closing up soon, guys. And we're yep. like we're like, Dan, we'll we'll pay you to stay open. <laughs> oh, my manager said we gotta close by one o'clock. Well it's 12 15. Here's fifty bucks. Anybody else got some money? Here's sixty bucks. Here's thirty oh, wow. bucks. So this guy's making just like straight up cash. Just and to stay open. Just stay open. Next thing I know, it's like two thirty in the morning. We're like, we gotta go to bed. We're we're the bride and groom. We, yeah. We're not supposed to be here till four in the morning. That's your job. So we go upstairs earlier in the day when we were getting set up. Uh, set up, you know, the guys getting dressed. We had to order lunch. We had Joya's Deli,
0: oh, Saint Louis Institution. Did you have like the classic, the yeah. hot salami, or did yeah. you go like off off kilter?
1: We did hot salami, and I think we did like roast beef. It was a little bit of a blend. But on this platter, they had left outside the room in the hallway, still covered. Are those Joya Deli sandwiches? So the so the night that I'm married, we go in the room and Kelly's like, "I'm I'm so tired. I'm going to bed. I'm lying there just eating Joyas. I'm like, I'm a king. Oh yeah, this is my day. Yeah. I just kept consuming a, until I just slept with it all over me.
0: Semi-famous, semi-famous regional king. You're eating Joya's <laughs> yeah. Deli before you get married and go off to Greece. Right,
1: right. It was it was pretty much one of the greater like an moments of my life. Independent
0: version of Game of Thrones. <laughs> yeah. with you sitting there just munching on sandwiches.
1: It was fantastic. I highly yeah. recommend. Getting married just for those perks of it,
0: yeah, amongst I mean, others, of course. Look, getting married—if you find the right person who can put up with you at your worst moments as well as your best—sure, it's great. And for me, it's just, you know, I, I was, you know, when you're married for so long, you think, okay, what if I wasn't married? And you play that game off in your head, and you go, you know, not coming home to somebody every night would, would be cool for about a week. Like when my wife goes out of town, and you know, for her work, it's like. You get to be that guy's night with like my, my son and I, but mm-hmm. then eventually I kind of wanted to come back. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Yeah, it, it's nice being married.
1: Speaking of your son, um, people can't see him on camera, and obviously, if you're listening to this later, there's a soundproof room attached yeah. to the studio. And we can see him through the glass.
0: And he's just sitting there watching something on his iPad right now. My son is basically trying to be like Jack White. He's playing the guitar, the drums, and singing all inside one room. Very quietly. He's doing handstands. Yeah, uh, he's our
1: guest audience. You know what? I am going to do this. I just want everyone to see. Yeah, look at him. There's Vinny He's got his own
0: room. Vinny, wave. He can't hear me. He can't hear you. He's (laughs) off in his own world of uh, YouTube videos.
1: We should just start yelling at him. Vinny, look at me! Oh, great.
0: look yeah just be all christian bale like look at me
1: thank you sam make me look good I, i'm like an old person with this iphone there smart. you go there you go yeah, yeah. Look at that. <laughs> sam's like just stop touching everything
0: sam is playing a master cinematographer right now
1: i thought you were just sound you can do it all i'm sorry
0: you're good it's gonna it's gonna it's trying it's and going to no what? If you're listening right now and you're going, why is it all these? Poly- We're trying to get the camera angle on the iPhone just right. See, mine is just kind of looking right at me because, right. gosh darn it, what more the do right you need shot here?
1: Well, the thing is, when when John's in the UK and Jimmy B's out too, both with very good reasons, they have all the iPads and equipment. I'm I'm Mr. Measley, like extra me iPad over yeah. here, right?
0: So you know, we, we can't be like a little film crew and have like you know, master. Cameras and technicians and that everything works. else. Yeah. You know what? You
1: can't see you, but I can see you. And that's the most and the important thing. the camera can thing. see you. So, we're, we're, should we continue then? That's
0: right. I think Let's we're good. Keep, keep going. This All is right. the most important thing is that we just keep talking.
1: All right. Well, you know what we have to do before we keep talking? This is Let's Get Comfortable. You are a guest on the show. You I do am. what you'd like to do, but I would be remiss if I didn't at least get comfortable here on the show in some form of fashion. So, if you would allow me to Go ahead Sam, if you'd allow me to I'm gonna get comfortable ah. I'm gonna, I step I'm gonna aside keep, here I think for a I'm gonna
0: keep my pants on Just for the sake of I don't want to I, I may not even be wearing underwear I don't know if wants to see that
2: It could confuse your son If he was It looking could Looking a soundless
0: room And, and then you see his dad work, Ooh, Sit man. next to a man with no pants And he yeah. has no pants on You it know what? Like I'm gonna, a, a therapy session or two <laughs> It's part of the show, son. It's okay.
1: I just went ahead and took off the hoodie. It's warm in here. I'm just yeah, going saying, I with did that, that before. For I
0: knew that once we got going, I didn't want to have a strip tease on camera. Right.
1: We um we have a child in the studio, so I think I it's know. appropriate that we just kind of keep things but It's like one of those movies app.
0: where you're trying to you're, you're trying to push that R rating. Right. But we, we want to stay in the PG-13 zone.
1: Right. How does that all work by the way?
0: I don't know. I I just know that we can say fuck and it's awesome. <laughs> see, if I did it one of my last 3 shows on AM radio, I'd be kicked out right now. They, they, they'd be pulling the cord. <laughs> but, uh, so, w- w- what are we going to be discussing tonight? Well, Patrick first, Morris? real quick,
1: we have a guest comment. Well, a couple. My wife said, like to say that, I switched over to Dan's video feed. From Dan's video feed to yours, it just feels right. I don't know oh, what that means. Oh, look at that. Wow. Because
0: she can see you. She can't see oh, me. Oh, I see.
1: Hi, honey. Uh, Jcaf said, Patty Mo, welcome back and congrats on the wedding. I'm glad you saved yourself, Patty Moe. I did save myself, John. We're not going to get into that. So, what do you <laughs> want to talk I about? I want to look at
0: your phone. That's I'm fine. taking your phone away. That's fine. John Cavanaugh. Um, look at this guy, yeah, Kelly. He goes by J Cav. J Yeah, he's oh, the man. Fancy guy, J Cav. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to go by D. buv
1: Do you remember on our last show on the radio when that, uh, like, hell was breaking loose, um, and then that the alcohol magically appeared? Yeah, and that was from J the J-Cab. Tito's and the
0: Bush beer. He, he like sent delivered us that. beer? Yeah. Remember? Oh, I man. think you were there. We said we drank there. it. Yeah, 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 I was there. Okay, Jacob, you're that my hero. The, he's
1: the man. So, um, all right. So we're here. Uh, we talked about the wedding. We got comfortable. What else should I talk to you about? I should talk to you about how this show is sponsored by Weiss Comfort Systems. They are our title sponsor. That was a really good segue on my part. Uh, Weiss Comfort Systems. Dan Weiss over there loves to tell us when your family lives and sleeps comfortably, so do they. And if you go to Weiss Comfort Systems for tune-up, maintenance, whatever you need, and mention LGC, they're going to get you some Starbucks gift cards, free cup of coffee. So check them out. This is the time of year as we're getting much, much colder outside, literally snowstorms galore. Go get your heating and cooling checked out. Weiss Comfort Systems is the place to go. They're a family-owned business, been in St. Louis for a long time. And they want to keep you as comfy as possible. That's the name of the game. So, again, check them out. Title sponsor right here on LGC. <sighs> okay, Dan. <laughs> I'm adjusting <laughs> the camera. Now? I'm now you're playing with your camera. Uh, well, we should have some more fun. We uh, People who are watching this can already tell that we've already cracked into yes, we have. one of the drinks So we kind of cheated. But this is the part of the show that we call the... Drinks, Drinks up, the show. show! Thank you, Sam. Yeah, I didn't really warn you that we do that, so
0: I didn't. I did I'm I'm just kind of rolling with it. I've never been in this studio, so I'm, I'm kind of like the person that shows up for the set. No lines, no nothing. I'm You're just, doing great, though. I'm, we, just, I'm just I'm just I'm ad libbing.
1: We did this live on the radio many times before, so I think we'll be okay.
0: Yeah, I mean it, it's it's a fun time. I mean usually it's I think I think we did two shows. It was you and I doing it. Mm-hmm. We were just kind of right. And, and I'll tell you what, whenever you and I did a show, we seemed to have like some structure to our show. <laughs> Cause we, cause, you know, when the three of us are in, we're in a studio together, we talk about like, like right. snacks for like 20 minutes. And then when you and I were doing a show, it was more like, okay, now with the Cardinal news of the day.
1: Well, you know, we do enjoy our snacks. Some of us do. We do.
0: But, you know, yeah. How we, about that one day that uh, Jim had some, uh, what do you have those? Those spicy almonds, and then he went to do <laughs> boxing class afterwards. <laughs> and he said he sweat out so much. Well, he almost o- threw o- Wasabi up. almonds. He yeah. had the small container. So that day we had uh, almonds. We had different kind of snacks, and he ate those, and then went to the thing, and he, yeah. he paid for it.
1: He, we had um, you brought in some like uh, special iced coffees, like blueberry flavored iced coffee. Uh, I think some it was uh,
0: honey almond. Lattes. Honey almond iced. Right.
1: And then he had the wasabi, almonds, and yeah, there was one like of those something little else. Small,
0: here uh, you can't hear. <laughs> there <laughs> small, you go. They can see it. And we're all just like getting handfuls. And I'm, I know I'm not going to boxing class after this after the right. radio show. And he he just tore into those. You know, I mean, you know, Jim is, you know Jim and I we both like to eat. I think mean, you like to eat too. Oh, We all love to eat. You yeah. have to hold yourself back. When you're trying to share a little container of a snack with two men, no, sir. It's just not easy. You go, I, I, I want to have some. Right. The and funny then, story about that is that whenever you ever share something with your woman, like a meal, and it's always a risky endeavor because you know you have to let her have some. And sure. my wife is like the youngest in her family. Mm-hmm. And so when she feels that I'm kind of hogging something, she'll give you that look when your hand goes to the plate. She gives she she looks at you kind of like a spy, <laughs> and I always know I should back off whenever I'm doing that because she's like, oh, I know she's the she's the she's the, <laughs> the runt of the litter. Right. I don't want to take too much, but I always I always it's just funny. I always go, oh, you underfed child. Because <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll get a you know we'll go to a place next to our both of our houses, Edibles and Essentials. It's love over on it. Hampton. Great spot. And they have the best fries. By the way, if you love French fries. This is a very this is a free shout out to edibles and essentials it. they will give you a basket of fries it's so huge but when it comes to my wife and I, we love we love them. So if I'm eating too many of them, she'll shoot me that look, and that means I better stop eating them. That's not fair. It's not, because I like to eat, and I can't really slow myself down. You go so. to the gym, I mean. I know. I, I I sculpt my guns at the office. I mean, it's just, it's you know. Oh, I my going, God.
1: Stop saying sculpt your guns at <laughs> the
0: office. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Burger, do you have an erection. <laughs> oh. Oh. It must be the pants. days you know, arms and back. It must be the... Ah uh, depletes. It's depletes.
1: <laughs> uh speaking of your guns, uh, Peter is it Peter Gent said more ripples, those cans or Buffa's biceps. yeah, that's a
0: nice little shout you out. know I don't know. I just you know, I, I try to go. I mean, I go to the gym these days, and there's people there that are just insanely ripped. And I go, do you just eat, like, kale all day and occasional almond? Powder, yeah. You know, and then I'm just sitting here trying to stay in shape and not become A-shape as I get closer and closer to 40. You don't want the dad bod? I just got to look for my son that was like, dude, homie. Yeah, you looked like you were going to throw him yeah. through the window, wrestling style. But no, I mean, it used to be that I was kind of like one of the bigger guys at the gym, mm-hmm. and now I'm just, I am a small guy. There's people in there, they have a T-shirt on so tight on their body. I think they, they, they paste it onto their body. It's just body pain. And they're sitting there shaking up protein shakes, and they're drinking them, and they're benching, and I'm just sitting there. I just don't want to get hurt working out. I'm right. going to try to leave in one piece.
1: <laughs> well, speaking of cans, this is Drinks of the Show. We should probably get back into that. What is in this can that you brought?
0: It is a four-hands beer, which you cannot go wrong. It's a St. Louis Brewing Company. Truth. I suggest you go down to 7th Street and check them out. But it is a, kind of one of their newer... uh Brews. It's called Ripple White Ale. Oh yeah, it is a five percent, which means you know, you drink two of them, you're gonna start feeling it. But uh, you know, they have a lot of good stuff. They have Divided Sky, Mm -hmm. Single Speed, of course, the American Ale, the Pilsner. But uh, yeah, I I saw this. This is one of the. See, QT actually carries uh forehands. I'm like, you know what? Divided Sky is a rye IPA, which means that by like twenty minutes in this show, I'd be slurring. So I think I it just, is a bit heavier. I just play it safer and have a Ripple White Ale. Sure, but, but it's good because it, it's a good tasting beer. It, it's a decent. It'll give you a decent kick, but it'll also it won't knock you down too fast.
1: Exactly. And um, I have to admit, I have had this before, but it was some time ago. And the first time I had it, I was meh. I was just okay with it. But the second time around, I am actually honestly enjoying this more. Um,
0: yeah, it, it's kind of a decent beer. It's a yeah. It's kind of a It'll give you a little bit of a, it'll remind you of a Belgian white. Exactly. It's kind of like Shock Top with a with a sophisticated state of mind.
1: It's got a little bit more boldness to it, exactly. Yeah.
0: You know. I mean, you have a couple of drinks of it. You can tell you're having a good beer.
1: So we got to score these. We always score the drinks. I'm going to go ahead and say, it's not my favorite forehands of all time. I no. like I like their IPAs more. I love Citywide more. Um, it, It's really more because of the fact that white ales I'm hit and miss with. But I'm still going to give this a 6.5. It might, so, be, might be too low, but
0: yeah. So is this out of 10? Out of 10, yes. Yeah, not See, 100, sorry. I, I give this a solid seven. Mm-hmm. Like I think one of their more nine or tens are more like the Pilsner and the American Ale. Sure. If you do one thing in the next couple months, go down to the brewery, it's on 7th Street, right before 55, and you go in there, get the American Ale on tap. Oh, yeah. Because for me, beer on tap is so much better than beer anywhere mm-hmm. because it just tastes fresh. Like, my favorite beer, which I call the beer of the gods, is Tank 7 from Boulevard.
1: Wait, you like Tank 7? You've never posted anything ever about Tank
0: 7? Only about once a month. <laughs> oh, once a week. <laughs> once a week, there it is. I love it. It's just, they there's like three places in the city that have it on tap, and I have it.
1: Have you had their, uh, It's Boulev- that's Boulevard, Tank 7, yeah. Have you had Boulevard's uh, bourbon barrel quad?
0: Yes, I had, I had a face. half a bottle and I fell asleep. Yeah. It's it's like eleven <laughs> percent or something. Is the mo- it, it is one like of dessert. the strongest beers. Yeah. I had my cousin Chad, you know, because he knows, you know, oh Dan likes beer. He's right. a big guy. I'm gonna give him a good beer. And he gave it to me and I wasn't ready for it. And I kinda I dozed <laughs> off after half a bottle.
1: Oh man. Yeah, it I had one watching a movie one time and about halfway through the, the movie I had Two of them, and I was like, I, "I was like, I don't know what's <laughs> going on anymore. I'm you, going to bed. <laughs> like, what were we watching? The Smurfs? Yeah, I was like, I don't two know. Two bourbon aged. You, you know, Bull what I was watching. Wards. You'll appreciate this. I was watching Guardians of the Galaxy two.
0: Oh, that's perfect. And
1: I was like, halfway through the movie, I'm like, I don't know what Kurt Russell's doing anymore. Like, I, I don't understand.
2: He's his dad. There he's not go. his dad.
0: I was so lost. Anyway, Sam is controlling the sound. He's trying to make a sound. Sorry, game.
2: I forgot that we were plugged into the same one. I'll give you yours back.
0: That's okay. There we
2: go.
1: But Sam, now that you're on the mic, you do need to give the final ruling, the final scores. Our scores don't
0: matter. Yeah, because Sam has had a. He, I gave Sam a, a, a Ripple White Ale. Yeah, Sam's been drinking it. What, what do you, do you
2: think? say? So I want to ask: Are we? Am I scaling on the beer? I mean.
0: How Boy. comfortable does it make you feel? So let's just say it's been a long day for Sam. You know his razor blade broke, his car had some trouble. Mm-hmm. What is the does this beer make you more comfortable? And also, does it, does it taste good?
2: But I'm gonna I'm gonna go with my heart, and I'm gonna give it a 7.5. Ooh, but I would say that that is, I wouldn't. This seven five is much higher than like a normal seven five. Yeah, like if you brought in a thing that was like basically Kool Aid with vodka in it, like right. what we usually have. <laughs> There's always
1: a stipulation.
2: See, yeah, right. I'm trying to get the scale right here. I would say for a for a good beer, like mm-hmm. a seven five.
0: Hmm. That's a good beer, because I think like an eight or nine or ten. That's got to be a beer that you just makes you.
2: I agree. I give Divided Sky like a nine plus. Yeah. yeah.
0: See, they had Divided Sky, and I was sitting there at like 645 at the QT right down the road Mm -hmm. because I I knew I could stop there before because I'm coming down from South I'm coming down from Holly Hill so I just this is the easiest directions ever I just came down to Gravoy made a left and then came down to Shock City oh it's super easy so I'm like man Divided Sky you know if I didn't have my kid and it wasn't like a little bit snowy out, I would probably want to go to Divided Sky. Right. Next time. There's
1: next always time. next time. Next
0: time. Yeah, because you're right. Divided Sky is a more satisfying and just you know, an IPA is, is always going to be a better tasting beer oh, than, for a, sure. than an ale. So a 7 5. That's pretty good. I give it a
2: 7 5. You gave it a
0: 6.5. I gave seven, it a 7. 7.5. Seven five. Uh, those are good Ed.
1: scores. Vinny gave it an 8, but that's it. Yeah. We- <laughs> He's drunk in there. He's watching Sonic. Yeah, he I, gave him,
0: I gave him a little pinky full. He's like, Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> he's right. now, he's now watching natural born killers. Right. He has no idea what's going on.
1: <laughs> all righty. So I am up
0: and what do I, you got? Yeah, he, Pat brings in a cooler. Yeah, I do. He's I always like, do. I, I come in with like a six pack. Like I'm coming into like a tailgate. I was coming really dramatic. And I, Pat's got like a, opens up. Uh, yes, like, oh. I know there's a drum roll <laughs> component. It's all for drama.
1: Um, I, I made a mistake. I only grabbed two of these accidentally, so we'll have to pour one of these in a cup. But this yeah, is yeah, we
0: got a cup here. Hey, look, I even double cup. Oh
1: perfect. I got one here too. This is Brick River Cider Company.
0: That good. Vinny can have some.
1: Perfect. It's you, cider. Vinny, get
0: in here. Rachel, it's cider, okay Homestead is the name of their of this type. It's
1: cloudy and semi sweet farmhouse style hard cider. It is a five percent as well.
0: It's Thanksgiving time and it's cold outside there isn't a better time for cider. Couldn't agree it, more. I, when, I always say when it drops below freezing, it's cider time. It's cider and stout time.
1: Here you go. Sam, you want this cup? Look at that. Yep. There you go. Look at that.
0: It looks beautiful. Beautiful color. Thank you. You get that one if you want. <laughs> and I'll
1: refill yours. Or <laughs> okay. here, pour it in here if you want.
0: We'll just do like a 16 community thing. 16 fluid ounces. Oh, you don't have God. to. You can pour it in there. All right, oh, don't don't tempt me. We still have time on this show. It says
1: made from Midwestern apples. Oh, interesting. Uh, oh, they're
0: getting specific with the apples.
1: Oh, this is uh this is a local drink. I didn't know this. Our cider begins as fresh as Midwestern fruit and never concentrate. Brick River is named uh, for the connections that bind us all—the uh, the river of bricks that brings the bounty of the Midwest to our St. Louis Whoa. cider works and back again. Blah 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 blah. It's um, it's a local drink. I did not know that. We got two
0: local drinks. We got four cool. hands, and we got Brick River.
1: Let's uh, give it a go. Is shall that we? a long comment? This is from J Cab. Oh um, my gosh! Wow,
0: what? It's we'll, a it's we'll, a, we'll get it's to a that solid in a minute.
1: Block of text. Wow, that's that's a long. Do You see it too yeah i can see it from across the room yeah, it's, it's enormous it's, it's, he, he
0: wrote a mission statement this is basically him saying get buff out of the studio no he actually
1: he he these are all questions for you we'll get to that they're sports oh, related i can tell so let's try man. this first
0: cheers gentlemen cheers yeah, Cheers. guys hey, hey i, I want to say day. it's good to be in the studio with you guys i've been watching the the show streams for a while mm-hmm. sam's good at what he does i love you and jim like family this is cool
1: thanks brother good yeah. to have you on the show yeah man this is great cheers to you
0: this is like a good pre-Thanksgiving treat.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: One week until.
0: Whoa, oh, wow. there's a lot of flavor going on there. Is that your classic cider? Mm-mm. There's a lot of them. Um, 5.0% 5. 5. alcohol by volume here, folks. There's, so, a bit,
1: there's a bit of bitterness to this at the end that I wasn't expecting. Well, it says it's
0: semi-sweet. And for the, oh, hey, it's got farmhouse in the thing. So being a farmhouse Ale Tank 7 guy, that's a way already that's a positive thing for me to see. Wow. Unfiltered. You said unfiltered, cloudy, and semi sweet. Yeah. I will go with the semi sweet thing. You don't really kick that immediate, like I'm drinking apple alcohol right off the bat. give it
1: almost a little, little stir. Yeah, yeah in the you gotta can. give it.
0: Yeah, I'm actually gonna pour, pour a little yours bit in, in a there. Cup, yeah. Just I like the cloudy good. color a lot. I'm gonna do the fancy sideways movie thing. I'm gonna shake like a, my cup like back and wine. forth. See, I'm doing this, folks. See, look at that. Mmm. Or the rest part of my where Paul Giamatti gives a, a lecture about wine <laughs> and, it, and it educates you about the thing.
1: You know what? That's pretty good. It I is think. really good.
0: Um, I'm not a huge, huge cider guy. I don't go look for them. This makes me want to have some uh, some turkey and some stuffing.
1: It's a fall drink for sure. It is or winter. Drink the leaves for that are matter. falling. Yeah. Well, since we didn't, snow is falling, but
0: since we didn't get a fall this year, right. we wouldn't jump right to winter. We'll have to just kind of go with it. But this is very good. I'm I'm going to kick off the ratings. I'm going to give it me. an eight. Yeah, it's a solid eight.
1: The tang in the, the only thing is the tang at the end throws me off a little yeah. bit, so I'm going to go a few ticks lower. I'm going to say 7.6. Oh, man, he, he got specific. Very specific. <laughs> oh, sometimes we get really specific. Oh, I like it.
0: But our scores don't matter, Sam, of course. Sam, what do you got, Sam? I'm going to give it an 8.25. Yeah.
2: I really like it. Wow. It is good. I yeah. like cider. I like, uh, like you said, it's not too sweet. No. I hate the overt, like... When when you drink something and it's like I'm cider. Oh my gosh!
0: <laughs> there's a there's a Stella Artois has a cider and theirs is almost the French uh, just yeah, make dude. that they, yeah. they make that too it's sweet. Terrible. Yeah,
2: it's for children.
0: It like, is like right so away, it's away apple you're juice. like you're like yeah.
1: Whoa! right. Yeah. <laughs> I, the bite at the end I know I docked it because of that but I in a weird way enjoy it too. Sam and I talk a lot on the show. I'm
0: pouring this beer, Sam, so so, so I can I can refill yours. Okay. I, I do I yeah. do like how
1: we always do have a sugar issue, you and I, on this show. We'll mm-hmm. be like, this would be really well, good if it wasn't infused with 20 grams of sugar. It just
0: makes you feel like you're drinking fruit punch with a little bit of a kick. I mean, right. you want to be able to know that you're drinking an alcoholic drink.
1: We're adults now, damn it. We're, yeah. not, we're not 19 years old. Since we old. have
0: to adult and dress ourselves and bathe, if you're going to adult, you got to have an adult beer. Do we have to bathe? It's optional. It's a snow day. I, I always think men can get away with it, but women cannot. Yeah. It's just not fair. That it's in, not in fair. Between the sexes, but we can kind of get away with it. Like, what, what, you know, you do like the old, I got deodorant on. Right. Never I, mind I, about I the change, bottom half. I changed a little <laughs> bit. You know, it's <laughs> fine.
1: Did you guys, by the way, have a nice snow day? I Sam, I, I felt almost stupid texting you like, Shock City's open, right? But I know that that's kind of the thing you got to nah, do. You never, you never know. You never know.
0: But... uh you know, uh, I think we should get to this Kavanaugh. This John, this John uh, our, our listener J-Cab, show. Yeah, J. Cav sent us a mission statement. All right, so he said, It's "Almost as long as Tom Cruise's mission statement and Jerry Maguire." Just about. He said, fi- uh Sorry, it's it's point
1: five percent. Sean Farrell, ten percent. It's a blues head coaching Brown, question. Ten percent. Sheldon Keith, seventy five percent. Daryl Suter. My unofficial Twitter poll without Coach Q. What does Buffs take? on this for St. Louis Blues replacement coach. Um,
0: I will say that I just wrote about the Blues before I got here. mm -hmm. Uh, It's on St. Louis. Go plug there. Shameless plug. St. LouisGameTime.com. Check it out. Uh, A great paper, by the way, sold outside Enterprise Center. The only team to do it. We sell a a 24-page newspaper because we're literary as fuck. Uh, We put it out there. But uh, it's an SB Nation website as well, and I wrote about this. I wrote about how... You can't buy into off season expectations because on paper the Blues were about as good as the team in the division. But now, as of we as we as we speak tonight, they are thirtieth in the NHL.
1: And they lost last night to the Cubs, Co- the Cubs Thirtieth out,
0: out of thirty-one teams. The Blues are only better than the Los Angeles Kings. Oh. They the Blues have like uh, I think they have uh, I wanna say fifteen points. And I got I got to say, we're almost a fourth of the way in the season. 82-game season, the Blues had played, I think, 16 games. It's not early anymore, yeah. And the head coaching thing is a big is a big thing, especially last week on the day that we voted. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Blackhawks voted Joe Quinville out. They fired him. And we all know Joel. He coached the Blues before he went on to the Avalanche, and then he went on to the Blackhawks. He's a great coach. He has the second most wins in coaching history 890 wins Jeez. and he was no i mean he he is a hard-ass coach though and i think that to just kind of get this uh jcaf's question some context is that mike yo doesn't seem like he knows what he's doing and the thing with mike yo is that when he was hired to be with the blues he was a coach in waiting, which is a very weird thing to do. Right. You had Ken Hitchcock, who was kind of had one foot out the door, but Doug Armstrong chose to bring him back, which I think was a mistake. I think, you know— It proved to be because he took over. Yeah. who's gotten so old. He was in his mid-60s. He should have just went right to Yo, but then they went with Hitch. Mm-hmm. They fired Hitch. Mike Yo took over. And the same problems he had with Minnesota, where he led a team in the playoffs, but he just kind of he lost the team. And I do think that that's kind of one of those things you can go, what do you mean he lost the team? I I don't think the players are buying into what he's selling. I think every head coach is a salesman. And I think they have to sell something to their team about how they should play and how you're going to contend. And I think the Blues, even Alex Petrangelo, Colton Pareko, uh, all these guys, and you have a lot of young guys in the team. Robert Thomas, they're not buying what he's selling. And he looks more clueless by the day. So – I think that's a big question, but of course what J Cav's explaining is that Coach Q doesn't have to come here. He has a he's getting paid by the Blackhawks for this season, but he has stated via a source, a very trustworthy one. I, I don't remember the name. I think somebody tweeted out that he does want to coach this year. Mm-hmm. And of course the Kings have an interim, you know, they have a coach. Right. Uh the Florida Panthers need a coach. Uh but the the Blues they, they could bring back Coach Q. I liked his uh, selection. in The poll called uh, it was Daryl Sutter. Yeah, that was that was the big one here. So here he actually. I want an old. This is what I want. I want an old, grouchy coach for the Blues because they, you know, that seemed to work with them when it comes to Ken Hitchcock, and I think that that would work. If it's not Coach Q, Daryl Sutter had some success with the Kings. Yep. I, I like what he can do.
1: Yeah, Jake said, experience, toughness, and might be the dose this group needs. Um, he said, Coach Q, or excuse me, um, he said, what's Buffa's take? I'm getting through this uh, dissertation here. Here's my summary. Sean Farrell, he said, the video coach should be the great feel-good move, a uh, former slew kid, stud player that he grew up playing with. Jake have played hockey for Desmet, Jesuit High School back in the day. He said Doug Brown, a reach, but the most overly qualified Blues alum not coaching. Sheldon Keefe, regarded as the best AHL coach in the game, runner-up to Dallas Stars, higher and widely considered the top young coaches in the game, now with Toronto Marlies, and then he went to Daryl Suter. So, there's some good options out there, obviously, outside of just Coach Q, um, I, th- I, I, mean, my, my gut take is this. Yeah. This team needs some more backbone. Yo, yeah. unfortunately reminds me of Matheny and that he's, he's the player's coach, but he's not the guy who's going to, he's not going to say, Hey guys, kicking in gear, you're done. He's not a hard ass.
0: Yeah. And I just think that we're heading towards him getting fired. Mm-hmm. So I think that you should just jump me and just do it. I mean, right. if your team's not, if your team is is even when the Blues win, it seems like it's either a fluky kind of occurrence, right? Where they played a great game against the Sharks, but then they had a kind of a rougher game against the Wild, right? So they've had two really good games in the season. I think that's the the Maple Leafs and the, the San Jose Sharks. That's two great games out of sixteen. Yeah, it's bad. And I just think that. If you want to salvage the season, I mean, I don't think you're 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 kinda like in that truck going downhill with yo. Right. You need to have a different flavor to that team, that the behind the bench. You need to have a different voice. Mm-hmm. And I think it has to be somebody that has some tenure. And I like to have somebody that has won a Stanley Cup. My son has like disappeared.
1: <laughs> He's hiding in I'm, the sound I'm room. trying
0: to signal to him to come get this phone if Sam can hand it to him. Yeah. Because that will make him like reappear. So when he does reappear, (laughs) tell him to come get the phone because
1: he's just hiding behind there. My
0: son, like myself and so many others, is uh is addicted to electronics.
1: Well, we all are too. Actually, my wife and I were just talking today. Do you have the screen time thing set on your phone? Yeah. Yeah. I don't have that, thank God, because I don't want to know what it would show. She said she's she said that it'll tell her that she spent like six to eight hours on her phone a day,
0: which I find crazy. Sam is a saint. Uh, you make us look good. You keep the I'm, kid happy I'm, I'm, in the sound I'm, I'm room. I'm telling you, he's he's basically like you know another parent in the room here. But uh, yeah, we we have a kid that and uh, now Grant, he's very good at school. He's a whiz at math. He can mm-hmm. read. Maybe maybe Benny can coach the blues. Can you imagine behind a bench like a big old booster seat. Sounds like a good Disney movie. <laughs> he's right got there. a handful of Oreos and a juice box in right. his hand. All right, check fourth line. <laughs> but uh, to really address Cab's question, I think. No matter who it is, I just don't want another guy who you're gonna you're gonna hope is good. Right. You need somebody that has authority because along with the youth on this team, you you need somebody that's got some tenure. I, I want some guy like Dan Bylsma mm-hmm. is a guy that I just like. And I know he was recently coaching, I'm not sure if he is. I know he was coaching the Buffalo Sabres, I'm not sure if he is anymore. I'm now without my phone. <laughs> but, <laughs> I could probably help you but, here. But, I want somebody who's been to the promised land, who's been to deep into the playoffs. I don't want somebody to go, well, we hope he's uh, he's a good kid out of this high school and college, but I want somebody like Quinville. I want somebody like uh, like Daryl Sutter. You're right about the Sabres, yeah. Yeah. Uh, is he still coaching for them?
1: No, he is currently an assistant coach with the Detroit Red Wings.
0: Okay, we can go ahead and cancel that. <laughs> Dan Bylsma is a former hockey player, former head coach. I, I remember... Seeing him for the first time on HBO's Twenty Four Seven, where mm-hmm. they were doing the Penguins and the Capitals, I just—I—I've I, always liked that guy, and I think that you know he had success with the Penguins. I know he didn't have success with other teams, and after that, but I just want somebody who's been there. Maybe I'm just selfish. But that's what I want for the Blues. Because the Blues, the way they're playing right now, they could finish very low. Not just like, hey, we missed the playoffs by a point last season, which they did. They lost the avalanche in game number 82. But, you know, you could finish worse. They're just, they have a goaltending problem. They have a they have a Jay Bo Meester problem, who aged 35 years in the last year on the ice. But I don't know, man. Partner, what do you think? I mean... Something's got to change. There's too much
1: talent on this team, and, and and at first it was okay. They they had all these trades, all these acquisitions in the off season. They got to get it to gel, and it's not working. And you're and the other the other thing we haven't talked about too. I, I don't know personnel wise if Jake Allen is going to be the guy for the, the the future. When you when you're backup, your third backup to what's supposed to be your long term starter. They've, there's a third guy now, Chad Johnson, to to back up Jake Allen, and he's outperforming him. That's a problem. So I don't know if that's a goaltending thing with the coach, if it's just a Jake Allen between the ears thing. So you, I mean, you have to look beyond just the oh, coaching it's definitely situation. A problem, yeah. Hey, the and, defense and the goaltending, it's all shoddy right now.
0: And coming into the season, there were two big questions. There was, can Mike Yo. Take this team that Doug Armstrong mm-hmm. revamped and kind of reloaded. Right. Can he take them to the promised land? And also Jake Allen. Jake Allen's been a question mark for this is his third season now. Right. And I'll be I'll put people at ease and say that Chad Johnson isn't gonna push him for starts. We saw what Chad Johnson can do over three or four starts. He was good, but he's not great. Mm-hmm. But this is like this is definitely Jake Allen's team. But he's also a guy who, when he has to be the guy, when he has to be number one, he just doesn't really do hold it. up the position well. And it just comes down to basic goaltending things, his positioning, mm-hmm. his ability to, like, to even hold on to rebounds, his ability to you know, have a strong mental game. So I just think that Jake Allen... Is not the guy, but I know Vile, and I've heard it's called Vile and Vile. I'm gonna go with Vile as it sounds more professional. Vile. He is the young guy who in, in the waiting, but he's not having a great season in the AHL. Mm-hmm. So, you know, in, you don't want to go out and spend money on a you know on a goaltender on the market. So right. the goaltending issue is kind of one of those things that's kind of kind of uh, keep going on for the rest of the season unless Jake Allen just goes off. On you know a big streak, he he played well last night against Chicago. The only goal that was scored was Jay Bomeister. He scored a goal. He just pushed it into his own net. Classic. So, Allen played well. Maybe in the only bright side in that loss last night was that Jake Allen had a good game. So perhaps maybe that leads to something because the Blues can overall score goals. They just mm-hmm. can't get good go uh get uh good defense, good goaltending. An epic question.
1: Epic question. Great question. And we were going to talk blues anyway, so that was perfect. Yeah. I also got to mention to you guys, it's still the snow day. If you're out and about, tomorrow's Friday, you might have to go into work, but you're looking for something to do tonight. Go down to Cafe Piazza, proud sponsor oh, of Let's man. Get They're Comfortable. So good. You all know about their arancini balls, their toss salads, their best ranch. They're also going to have a party tonight. Chris Brown is throwing it down at Cafe Piazza to celebrate their newest thing, it's the Pazzini, Dan.
0: The Pazzini.
1: Yeah, it is. And you and I know how good their food is because we've had their pizza in so studio. Oh, yeah.
0: yeah. Um, even to go. And I will say a pizza place, when they really pass the test is when you can go get their pizza, mm-hmm. bring it home 10 to 15 minutes later, and oh, it's yeah. still good.
1: Right. It's still even in that, that lukewarm temperature Yeah, still phenomenal. you
0: can eat it faster.
1: Exactly. He said, uh, we will have a special menu starting at 8 p.m. with a variety of pizzini recipes. I don't know what that is. So it'd be a good chance
0: to get down there.
1: Um, it's, Please
0: explain it to us. Yeah,
1: I don't know what it is. So go down there. I mean, it's 816 right now. So if, if you're watching this, you're listening to this live, go down to Cafe Piazza. It's one of their newest creations. And they're going to have a DJ there. It's going to be a great time. They are right down at 1600 Arsenal across the street from Gus's Pretzels. Right off the, the highway. Yeah, right off the highway 55. The brewery's right there. It's a great location. And I've been down there when they've had a DJ. It's it's a fun
0: atmosphere. And, of course, the ceiling, the mural on the oh, wall on the, the ceiling is just fantastic. The
1: St. Louis Sistine Chapel, if yeah, you will. It, yeah, it,
0: it reminds you of everything you're you're proud to be to be from St. Louis.
1: It's fantastic. So go down there. to Meineke, he's our man. He's getting it all done right. They are doing this party tonight. They're debuting the Pizzini. I don't know, Dan. If I have time, I might swing down there. We'll see. We're not Vinny's going to have to go to bed. Yeah, we're not too far at all, actually. So maybe Sam will uh, finish up the show, and we can
0: Vinny's go down there and his giving me, try me like that stone-tired look, too. He's <laughs> like, you know, he's one cookie away from being asleep in there.
1: Well, we probably only have a little bit more time anyway, so what I else say, should
0: we talk about? I think we have Cardinals. Cardinals? Cardinals hot yes. stove has begun. Right. Today, Christian Yelich was—any uh, time a player— and on a team in your division is given the MVP, that means that you didn't do something right. You'd, and <laughs> Especially last <laughs> yeah. offseason, right. And everybody knows it by now the Cardinals traded for Marcelo Zuna mm-hmm. They got him for a good price. He had, he's entering his last year of arbitration this year, which means he will be a free agent, which means this is a contract year. Yep. And uh, the Marlins, it must be said, did not make – Christian Yelich available until Giancarlo Stanton and Ozuna were gone. Yep. So the Cardinals got Marcel, and the Brewers get a very (laughs) moderately priced Christian Yelich. It was a steal. The the Brewers had a little success in the playoffs, Yelich wins the MVP, and the Cardinals missed the playoffs for the third consecutive year, which means... If Bill Dewitt Jr. is going to keep telling us that hey, we don't just want to be a team that wins a few, wins eighty-five games and looks good, we want to get back to the playoffs. Well, Bill, it is time to open the Dewallet. Yep, I think, I think it's time.
1: What's crazy is that the biggest free agent
0: contract the team still ever given yeah. out was Matt Holiday. Yeah, one hundred and seventeen million dollars back
1: in two thousand ten. Two thousand ten, right?
0: yeah. and that and he didn't sign until January. Yeah, that season ended in October and they didn't give him that contract of course the famous thing where the ball went off his glove in LA right uh but <laughs> right yeah, in that, the crotch that was the big yeah I felt bad More, more worse for Brian Franklin who was pitching yes. but also for Matt Holiday who took a ball off his crotch right but uh that was the last. That was the biggest one. That was the only time. And of course, the Cardinals offered a big contract to Jason Hayward. He went to the Cubs. Right. Yeah. They offered a big one to David Price. He went to the Boston Red Sox. And they tried to just get won, just won a World Series. Yeah. And they they did. If there was no no trade clause last winter with Giancarlo Stanton, yep, he would have been a Cardinal last season because Which is crazy, Marlins, yeah. yep, the Marlins liked the Cardinals offer the most because the Cardinals have a it's a plethora of prospects, but that wasn't the way. Uh, he had a, a no trade clause, a full one, and he went to the Yankees. So well, I think what's interesting
1: there to to know is that what you said is true. DeWitt needs to open the wallet. The wallet. Um, people are wondering are the Cardinals actually going to spend that money? If they had absorbed Giancarlo Stanton's contract, I'm not saying that was $325 million right there and then, but I think it was still like $285 or something yeah. like that that it, was
0: left on it. It was. It was about $285. Um, of course he has an opt-out and now and now he had at the time he had an opt-out for three seasons. Right. But they were willing to take that on. They made the best offer to the Marlins, but Stanton had final say. He chose the Yankees. But I just think that's the kind of thing you can take to the bank if you're a Cardinals fan that If Bryce Harper shows the interest of wanting to come here, he is a free agent. He can go to any team he wants. But I do think that unlike Manny Machado, I think that Harper's more of kind of a a downtown, just kind of a regular guy. Mm -hmm. I know they're all human beings, but I think Manny Machado... If you want to say a player was more fit for the big, big, bright lights, the coasts, as Bob yeah. Nightingale, the USA Today said, "Right, the reason the Cardinals won't get him is because they don't have bright lights." Right, and we're in a very well lit studio, Bob. But uh, <laughs> I want to say that Manny Machado might like those big lights. He he might like the New York Yankees. He he obviously loved the Los Angeles Dodgers if he could stay there. But I think St- Harper's a guy who has talked about loving St. Louis. He loves Stan usual. He loves the legacy of baseball here in St. Louis, the way they... when in here, no offense to the Blues, baseball is king. It is. I mean, yeah. it just dominates all year when they play, when it's the off season, So I think that if he has an interest, the Cardinals need to make him an offer, unlike David Price, an offer that he can't refuse.
1: Right. And, I mean, he has an ego, right? I need these guys do, and they oh, should. They They're really yeah. good. So what brighter lights... Then well, you can come to a mid market city where baseball is king. Yeah. And I mean, you're the next Albert Pool host instantaneously.
0: Yeah. And, right? and, and the thing about, I think somebody pointed out really great, I think uh, a good follow of mine on Twitter, Troy Pool, said that, you know, in Boston and New York, it's kind of a harsh light because if you don't, if you have a bad week, those right. fans come down on you like you're just a plague. Right. And in St. Louis, They adore you when you're having a bad time. They still give you standing ovations. They cheer you on. In St. Louis, it is a baseball cathedral because they don't, you know, they value the overall, you know, uh, production of a player, not just like the Yankees were. I think Stanton was being booed at one point. He was early on. I, I think he wore the sombrero for one game where he just struck out a bunch and made a bad play in the field Mm -hmm. and Yankees fans will boo you. You you can hit three home runs on Friday. If you have four strikeouts on Saturday, they'll boo you for sure. And for a guy like Harper who maybe, you know, doesn't want, want any part of that and can have that, that kind of like that nice bliss, baseball bliss in St. Louis. I think that's a big selling point. So if we
1: don't get Harper, what's, what's the next move that Mo has to go?
0: I mean, obviously, if Machado and I, I don't think Machado comes to St. Louis, you, right. you obviously you see where he's at and talk to his agent. But Josh Donaldson is a guy, and I know he's been injured the past couple of years, but he is a guy that has put up a, a you know a six seven WAR before, wins above replacement. He's a guy that actually plays a really good third base, and the Cardinals have two needs in their lineup: they need a third baseman and need a right fielder, and you know. If you get Donaldson, you could just say, Hey, okay, Dexter Fowler, get back out there and write. Right. And you could put Tyler O'Neill out there, mm-hmm. who will be a great component for Fowler. Fowler's a good lefty. Tyler O'Neill's a good right handed hitter. Mm-hmm. So you put him out there with Fowler, he'll push him, you know, he'll keep him honest. Right. And then you get Donaldson to play third base because and you have Paul DeYoung, who put together a great year, especially mm-hmm. if he didn't break his hand. Right. Colton Wong had a, a for sure. I'm sorry, DJ LeMayhew. Uh, Colt Wong should have been the uh, the Col- the go glover at second base. Yeah, he got robbed. Carpenter great at first base. Yep, you know Bader in center. Ozuna getting his shoulder cleaned up. Yep. and left Molina, who is going to be thirty-five forever. Uh, supposedly, <laughs> but I mean, I, I just think you, you have to go out and get somebody, and I'm I'm, I'm not saying spend to spend. That's stupid. Mm-hmm. But the Cardinals, if they if somebody offers Harper stupid, ridiculous, not just ridiculous, stupid, ridiculous money, and you want to move on, go get Donaldson, two to three year contract. You overpay him for the uh, instead of giving him the term. If he's healthy, that's a six WAR player. Yep, and that's a third baseman. And you have Nolan Gorman down there in the minors. Donaldson could be your your boomstick in the lineup, and he cannot. You want to give him ten years,
1: right? And he'll be your holdover until Gorman. because that guy can mash.
0: Yeah, he can. And also, you go out and fix your bullpen. Find a But I will say the thing with the bullpen that I find interesting is is that everybody knows the Cardinals need a left hand reliever who can get people out. And how do you find that without getting another Brett Cecil? Yeah, because I will say this in Brett Cecil's defense, he was terrible last year. He was actually okay in 2017 overall, but when the Blue, when the, so when the Blues right. ah, ah. when the Cardinals got him before the 17 season, he was one of the best left-handed relievers in the market. Yep, he was a guy that found a way to shut down the AL East mm-hmm. hitters, Toronto Blue Jays. I mean. You know, playing for them, and he shut down people, the Orioles, the the Red Sox, the Yankees, and he comes to the NL Central and he can't do it. Right. So the Cardinals have to find a way to get a guy like that, but not get another Brett Cecil who you might don't want come to pay over thirty here.
1: million. Yeah, yeah, yeah he, that's he,
0: tough. It's tough. Is from the right side? They're good. They have Ryan Helsley waiting below. They have Jordan Hicks. They have Daniel Ponce de Leon, Dakota Hudson. But it, it's going to be hard for them to find somebody really effective in the bullpen without getting another Brett Cecil.
1: Right. No, there's a lot to do, and I think that Mo likes to get stuff done early, so it'll be interesting to see what happens between, really, Thanksgiving and Christmas. It's going to
0: be be a seesaw battle. It's going to be one of those things to see how... You know, With Holiday, as we mentioned earlier, he went into January before getting him, mm-hmm. but he really wanted Holiday, right. and Holiday was here already. He had finished the season, so it's going to be interesting. Buckle up, folks. It'll That's be right. Cool. Yeah.
1: And our last sponsor, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention my favorite— Paper Dolls Boutique. Speaking of blues, I had on before I got comfortable. Very comfy
0: Dan. looking sweater you got there. My, Look at that, my bush.
1: blues, my my bush style Jim blues. Jim
0: beer. Yeah,
1: this is the- <laughs> 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 brought to you by Jim Bunton and Paper Dolls. They got stuff for the guys. They obviously have stuff for the ladies. Four locations: Kirkwood to Pear, Baldwin Grove, U City. You can shop at Paper Dolls Boutique at Facebook, Instagram. Go check them out. Get your stuff for the holidays. I promise That's you, there's right. there are some great deals going on. Dan, uh, it's been a pleasure. I know that you are also, last and not least, a uh, a big Marvel fan, big Stan Lee fan. You've yeah. been writing a lot about him the last few days. I wanted to give you the mic to just kind of share your collective thoughts on what he's done for that franchise, yeah, and, and I mean, uh, you know, he's for the movie industry for that first, matter.
0: First thing is, is, that if anybody reaches ninety five years of age, God bless I think him. That's a great thing. <laughs> But what Stan Lee did, in, and he had this idea about making superheroes more more human, more realistic, and making them relatable. Like, I know people have gone on the internet and said, you know, Spider-Man, they related to him because he lost his parents. And that was a big deal for, for that person who read that those comics. But in 1971, he put a storyline into an amazing Spider-Man comic book that... Harry Osborne, who we all know is James Franco in the movies. Yes. Uh, His best friend, his eventual nemesis, he started popping pills in one of these comic books. And that was the first time that anybody ever did something like humanistic, uh, ordinary. And that's what Stan Lee did for when he he co-created Marvel and, and it started in 1971. He made superheroes relatable. And I know unlike... You know, Thor, we can't like summon thunder from our fingertips but what he did for X-Men with Logan, he made him kind of an anti-hero and the effect that he had on that industry and eventually with Marvel and the movies and how most people know him as the guy that pops up in all the movies the bus driver, the security officer mm-hmm. but what he did was back in the 70s and the 80s and the 90s he made it, you know, he made superheroes kind of like us in a way you know, Tony Stark in one great comic book series called Devil in a Bottle had a drinking problem. Hmm. And, of course, the reason they didn't do it in the movies was that Robert Downey Jr. is uh, an alcoholic. Right. <laughs> he actually he, did have a drinking he, problem. He's a former alcoholic. So, But that was a great comic book series that before Stan Lee, nobody would touch. And so he made superheroes. He brought them closer to the ground. Mm-hmm. You know, for, for everybody knows superheroes are up. They're off the ground. They're in the sky. They're amazing people. But I think what Stan Lee did and that what other and even other people did with did Disney follow this? Disney had more edgier storylines. And, you know, they, they kind of had that. But I think he inspired people to go, look, they could be superheroes, but they can also have realistic problems. Right. And again, 95 years old, Marvel, we all know what they're doing today. They are they are the kings of cinema. Whatever they make, even with no name, I mean, they took no name actors like Chris Evans and chris hemsworth and even chris evans a tv star and made them into box office icons Mm -hmm. and that all started way back in the day with stan lee who took a chance and gave superheroes a bold twist kind of a bold take that nobody else would have done so i think 95 years old but his, his stuff will live on for another 95 years amen love it dan this has been awesome I can't this is believe awesome. it Awesome! Yeah, our this time's is great. already up. I yeah. think. Yeah, it happens. We, we this happened in, in, on the radio. It, it always it happens. goes by. But yeah, thanks for having me.
1: Of course, we love to have you again soon. Um, happy Thanksgiving to you and your yes, family. Yes, yeah. going
0: to KC. Uh, love it. Uh, to see my mother-in-law, it's it's going to get away with uh, no Wi-Fi, but lots of toys to play with. So <laughs> there you it's go. It's going to be fun.
1: Well, and folks who are listening, hope you have a great, safe, happy Thanksgiving as well smiling at you on the Facebook live. <laughs> Jimmy B and the Beebs and I, I don't think we have a Thanksgiving show. We'll figure it out. We'll be back on the airwaves soon enough. But please, go stuff your faces with all the turkey, the stuffing, the mashed potatoes, cranberries, pumpkin pie, whatever. Sam, hope you have a happy Thanksgiving as well. Thank you for all you do. On behalf of Dan Buffa, Sam Thank Maul, you. And Vinny in the uh, soundproof studio. I'm Patty (laughs) Moe. Thanks for listening. Hope you had a great snow day. Hope you have a great Thanksgiving. But most importantly, whatever you do, stay comfy.